Blog Talk Radio.
have the most powerful weapon in the world, and that weapon is called prayer. So on that note, with the music stopped, let's begin to pray before we go into the service. Father God, as I come to you all tonight, God, I invite you into this service. God, I'm opening up these lines, the ministry line, whether it's blog, talk, smile, three, iron sharpening, iron radio ministries, in or Facebook live. Replay or live, God, we invite you into this service that whoever here, whoever showing, whoever sharing, whoever watching, that they will get out of this service that you have meant for it to be. God, we give you the glory, the honor, and we give you the praise. God, we give you our heart because we know that you are the one and only true living God. God, we trust you. We depend on you. We glorify you. We praise you. We honor you. We wait on you. God, most of all, we believe your word. We want to apply it to our health, our heart, our mind, our lives. God, we want to apply your spirit as our one and only way and place of living. Our way of living by your spirit and our way of living by your spirit. God, for what we don't know what to say because you are holy, teach us when to say or not to say anything. God, teach us how to be on your assignment, not a personal assignment. God, as we come before you, asking you to forgive us of every sin, O oh Lord, to be in the presence of you, O oh God. We want to have clean hands and a pure heart. God, forgive us of our sins. We thank you, Lord that we are honestly repentant and asking you to forgive us of our sins. Have your way on tonight, O oh God. We pray for every ear that hears the word on tonight, every household, every listener, because you can have an ear but not listen, and you can be listening without an ear. You're okay. Jesus, we just want to say we thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for the privilege. We thank you for the ability to share your word, receive your word, and apply your word. God, let your will be done on tonight. Again, O oh Lord, you are invited into this service and into our lives. We decrease in your presence. God, increase in our In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all. Let's see, where do I start? I know a lot of people said start at the beginning. But see, we know at the beginning, God said he created the heavens and the earth. He kicked Satan out of heaven. And ever since then, Satan has been in the earthly realm, the universe, the space realm, all universe. And he's been reaping habit on what God loves. That's who God. But one thing we forget is that our Father, God in heaven, sent his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. 
who died for our sins, that we may have a chance to live in the presence of God, with God. That we, he, you know, we always heard and we say that he, he, he paid for our sins. He paid the price. But do we really, really know truly the value of the price that we paid? I said my New Year's resolution was going to be, I put, I think, 10 things on my Facebook page. I'm not, I don't remember how much, how many it was, but it was said to pray more. Two, to pray more. Three, to pray more. So I'm just saying, I ask God, I pray that I desire to know him better. I pray because I desire to want to be in his presence. I pray because I want to know his word better. I pray to have a better relationship with God. I pray to have a discerning spirit with God. I pray to keep my opinions to myself and depend more on God. I pray that God takes over whatever situation or conversations I have because I don't want to be an embarrassment to the body of Christ. A lot of times I say, Father God, do you hear me say Jesus? See, I believe in giving Jesus Christ our praise and I, and I believe in giving him his honor. But I believe in Worshiping God, it says that it was, in order to worship God, you must worship Him in spirit and truth. We were taught that God became Jesus to enter the, the world because the first, and not first John and John, the first chapter it talks about how the Word, God became the Word. The Word was God. It talks about that. You get in the Word, get in the Word. I find myself up late hours of the night, early hours of the morning, and I find myself not just reading God's Word, but looking forward to reading His Word. I find myself praying and talking more to God. I find myself telling God how much I love him. I find myself listening for what God has to say. I find myself taking personal notes. And um, sometimes I'm writing so fast. I, I find myself communicating with God. I find myself desiring. Because I said, Lord, <coughs> I want 2024 to be a year of no more, no more candlelight, no more sunlight, no more when I get a chance to, no more. Uh, okay, let me see. 
I find myself at saying God even the more. With me, God. So I said all that to say. I um had asked God a question a while back. I could say about a maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. You hear us say that sometimes we have to wait to hear what the Spirit of the Lord says. We have to wait for God to speak. But in the process, we have to trust him and still do what's right and do what he said to do, do according to what he assigned us to do. We can't just go off willy-nilly. So I have been waiting, but I have been looking and listening and praying and talking to God more so than trying to talk to other people. But I was listening to what other people were saying at the same time. And I was like, God, protect my ears because I don't want to receive something that didn't come from you. So as I was doing that, I uh, started noticing that a lot of our men and women of God were starting to speak more about being rich. Speak more about how God is going to bless you if you do this. How God is going to bless you if you do that. If you give this, if you give that. And I said, Lord, I believe I read in your book that you were going to bless us with our promises, with our prophecies. You have so much written in your word. If we would just get in your word, we would know for ourselves, you know, I hear people say, well, God don't want me poor. Mm. I believe that. But I believe some of us are still in situations because God truly knows your heart, and he knows that if you get to a certain place, But that's another story. But uh, <clears throat> I remember talking to my mom growing up, and she would always say, what God has for you is for you. You don't have to buy a blessing. Yes, yes. The laborer is worthy of his hire, but you don't have to buy a blessing. I believe that the word of God said if a man don't work, he don't eat. I believe in the fact that when we, I'm looking for something while I'm I'm talking with you all. When we get to a place that we forget 
to concentrate on God, we find ourselves falling into places that um, we don't need to be. Following behind and hanging out with people we don't need to be with or around. I've been looking how you you would know somebody is fake. You would know somebody that talks about everybody and everything. They talk about their mama, their daddy, their sister, their brother. We've all done it. And I say, Lord, forgive me for anything and everything that I've ever said that didn't bring glory. We have some people that talks about how we don't really know these excuse me, men or women of God that we're following. Now hold up before you go there, hold up before you go there. One thing we have to do on point is make sure we pray for our leaders because they're not perfect. You, we get to different levels in God, but you never get to a level that you don't need prayer. You know how you always hear the higher the level, the more of the devils, but we keep forgetting that other part to add on. The higher of the level you get in God, the more of the devils you receive from the enemy, but the stronger we forget about the stronger. The word teaches us about the strongholds. You know, we got stuff that try to come back from our past where people try to bring it up or even the enemy tries to bring it up and remind you. But you got to keep reminding yourself, God has forgiven me. God has threw that in the sea of forgiveness. Just because somebody else want to live in your past, don't you go there with them. Continue to go with God, pressing forth, forward, pressing towards the mark of an icon. Keep moving in the direction God told you. See, the direction of the world, if you keep letting them pull you, it's wide. You know, it's wide. They'll keep trying to make it in life. Don't the world tell us that hell has enlarged itself? But the way to heaven is narrow. When you walk it on a narrow walkway, you ain't got time to try to look behind you while you walk. You've been a mess around and fail. I'm going to let you catch that one. Easy. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, y'all. You've been a mess around and fail trying to see what's behind you. But if God tells you he got you, don't worry about what's behind you, because God is backing you. God is leading you. See, when somebody's leading you, sometimes they're behind you, pushing you forward. Some of you in a wheelchair, whatever, walk, but sometimes they have your hand and they're pulling you through. But either way it goes, God is an all-knowing God. God is leading you 
through the narrow way. All you got to do is stay focused. And I'm saying all that to say, I've been listening to a lot that's been going on. And we have to be careful of these television, social media leaders. Mm-hmm. We have to. If somebody is strictly on God's payroll, your payroll may be health, your payroll may be wealth, whatever whatever your payroll is, God will provide. He said, don't worry about what you got. The lilies of the field, the birds in the air, they don't worry. Why should we worry? If and when we're doing what God has instructed us to do, we'll be all right. If you are going through something in life and you are operating with the Word of God truly operating, you don't have to buy a property. Do you know how many prophecies there is in the Word? Do you know how many promises there is in the Word? All you got to do is repent, get a relationship with God, read it for yourself, talk with God, let him tell, ask him where, whether he wants you to read. God will guide you. He'll tell you. He'll, you may even be talking to somebody or listening to somebody talk, and they will say, like, for example, I was listening to something the other night, or the other morning. I was, I, some people call it insomnia. I call it my private time, quiet time with God. And the minister, the man that was on uh, social media was saying that uh, we have to beware of these false prophets, how they put a price on a prophecy, or they put a price off sharing with you what God has told them. I get people in my inbox saying, uh, I need you to contact me uh, because I need to give you this prophecy God told me to give you. And if it's possible, if you could send a love offering for the word that God has given me to give to you. Okay, well, I want to read something to you all. I'm going to start with verse 14 of Matthew 10. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when he when ye depart out of that house or city, state, shake off the dust from your feet. Now, I read that to say if you're emailing me, texting me, inboxing me, about you have a prophecy for me from God, I don't want to hear it. Because, see, 9 out of 10, just like when Saul was looking for um, the donkey, the, that, the asses that they lost, he was his, um, 
God had told Samuel who was going to come. And when Saul went to see the seer, when he sought out the seer, the uh, prophet, he went to see Samuel, and Samuel told him, I know what you come for, and I know who you are. God had already told him. God will reveal that thing to you first. You know, I know some people say, well, I didn't know. No, no. Anytime God wanted me to do something for somebody, because he said, try the spirit by the spirit, when I didn't want to bless somebody, and I asked God, sometimes God will tell you, go on and bless them. And then he'd say, pay attention. Pay attention. Go on and bless them and see how it works out. Because, see, you got to know when you got good soil or you got to know when you're standing on concrete and there's been some dirt just threw over it. I, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. I'm not saying you owe me an explanation, but what I'm saying is if you said something to get the blessing, especially if you said God told you to, and you don't go back and give a report of what's going on with the blessing, I now know how to act when it comes to uh, doing something you said God said. I got to know that I know. I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it in a way to kind of be funny. Um, God going to have to call me on the phone or text me or email me and tell me to bless you again. I'm just being honest. Because, see, <clears throat> I don't want to plant into bad soil or look like it's soil. Because I'm going to give you a good example. I love flowers and I love grass, but I'm allergic to them. So one time I needed to make my yard look pretty. Y'all hear me? I wanted to make my yard look pretty. So since I know that I itch and wep up real bad when it comes to piling live flowers, I went to the store. I already had a flower pot. You know how you have them sponge uh, holders? And I got some fake flowers and stuck them in there and put it in my flower pot and set it on my front porch. Ooh, people thought my flowers were so beautiful. Uh, also, at one time when I stayed out west, my first uh, two sites I bought out west, I put flowers around the front yard, and people thought they were so beautiful till they touched them. And they said, well, they fake. I never told you they was real. I just said I like my flowers. But anyway, when I put the flowers on my front porch where I stayed now, my neighbors really thought they were so beautiful. They thought I had a green thumb. I did. I spent that green money to buy the flowers to put in that flower pot to put on my porch. I said that because, see, just because somebody says something to you don't mean you need to react or believe it. Go to God. You got so many false prophets out here right now. Um, everything they preach is about prosperity, prosperity, prosperity. There's nothing wrong with prosperity. But prosperity should be something that you just look forward to God giving you, and you can pray to God about it. But when you're in church or going to these churches, that that leader should be teaching you about the presence of God, the word of God. What is the 
uh, option of staying with God or leaving God. You know, but how you want you want to have a part time relationship with God. You want to treat God like he a sugar daddy or he or your dip. You know, you want to treat God like that. I I'm only going to talk to you when I need you. No, no, no. When he said he's the lover of my soul. Hmm. See, I wanted to minister about something else tonight, but God took it another way. Anyway. When he said he's the love of my soul, in the natural, and you have a lover, you want to spend time with You want to talk to them. You want to hear a voice. You want to smell a scent. You want to just be held. Don't let them know how to sing or tell poetry. You want to hear. You want to have your hair rubbed, your back rubbed. You, 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 you want to have to hold your hand. You, you want to be close. But see, when it comes to God, you want to say, well, God, uh, you want to, I treat him like a phone call. You want to put him on hold, or as they said, a public office. You want to put him on park. And I'll get back with you later. Leave a message. I'll call you back at my earliest convenience. That's how we want to treat God. But see, my word says to repent daily. Man should always pray. Choose you this day whom you want to serve. All of this tying into where I'm going. It's still what I wanted to minister about, but God was just taking me through it in a different way. When you have these different men of God and women of God or couples of God on social media telling you um, you need to give this, give that. You need to stand before God with a clean spirit. Okay. When they want to say, even as your soul prospers, read the word for yourself. Don't take nitpicks out of stuff to accommodate. Don't believe nitpicks. So you can say what they said, you're trying to justify. Read the word for yourself. When I sat back and I thought about how much trust we put into these different leaders in our lives, how much we depend on them to be God. We depend on every word to come out of their mouth we're supposed to believe instead of studying the word for ourselves. When I think about how we are worshiping them and not God, we got chapters in the Bible with verses that teaches us how to seek God for ourselves. Let me let me see something. I wrote down. Let me see this, and I'm gonna probably come back to you and read it in one second. Because.
because this thing is really looking at me. And I need to, I believe, share it. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What is I was saying earlier, we have to worship God and not man. Um, Revelation 22, verse 8 and 9, And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showeth me these things. Then said it he unto me, the angel, See, thou do it not, for I am the fellow, let me go back, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brothers, the prophets, and of them which keep the saying of this book, worship God. And he, the 10th verse said, he said it unto me, Seal not this, Feel not the saying of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. We got more and more people obeying man and not God. Don't get me wrong. What I have a hard time with is when I hear someone say to somebody, if you say, well, I can't give that right now because my rent is due, my light bill is due, my gas bill is due. And they say, well, just give and then pray and God will make a way. First of all, God says self-preservation. Read the word so you get an understanding. But this is self-preservation. Don't you get throughout your house and have your lights cut off. Because, see, I would say if you was really – It's me. He was really talking to God. If I told you I couldn't, you would pray that God would make a way for me to be able to bless you after I take care of my needs. Yeah, I know about when uh, the prophet told the lady, make me a cake, and she did that, and her uh she never ran out from there. Her oil never burnt out from there. I, I do all, I do remember all of that. But I'm saying, I'm going to talk about the true prophets. Now, see, if we, don't mix it up. We, we're talking about two different things. I'm not talking about the true prophets. I'm talking about the false. Everything they talk about, I got a jet plane. I got a mansion. See, God told me in his word, my mansion is in the sky. Now, God bless me with a mansion here on earth. I'm okay with that. But when you got these false prophets with these mega churches, these big churches going around here, living in these 
uh, homes with 18 bathrooms, uh, 22 bedrooms, and whatever. But your parishioners are eating peanut butter jelly. They got one sandwich and they cut it in four pieces, one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for a snack, and another piece for dinner. Why is it that every time they're coming to church, you're asking them to give, 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 but when is your, when is your payback day? When are you going to pay back? You know, I'm asking God to help us. Me included, I, I don't even want to fall into the place where I can't see. For example, I, I love going out with my sister, Apostle like to eat. And she broke this thing on me some years ago. I was one of those people where I went out and ate. I'll leave you a dollar tip. Mm-hmm. Going about my business, and I felt good about what I did because I did give you a dollar. Um, thank God I haven't had to, I didn't have a chance to find out for myself, but I did have a chance to watch somebody else do it and then tell me about it, and I understood a learning spirit. We went out to eat one time, and she said, what is the bill, how much? And I told her, and she said, okay, well, I'm going to tip them. And I said, you don't tip. She said, uh-huh. She said, Renee. Do you know how much these people get paid and what these tips mean to them? And I was like, well, you know, somebody else. And she said, don't, don't worry about what nobody else do. You do what you do. How can you ask God for so much, but yet you're willing to give so little if you give anything? And I looked at her, and when I saw what she was giving the, the uh, wait, wait, waitress, I was in awe. And then I said, well, okay, let me increase my giving. Not that she was using witchcraft on me. No, she was using a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. So I went on a tip. I noticed when we went back to eat at that restaurant, when other people didn't want to wait, on us to take the time because we were, that waitress say, I'll take them. She remembered. So now when we go out and eat, we have certain waitresses and waiters that wait on us because they remember us. Because one thing they do know, at the end of our meal, they're going to be taken care of. Because you could call us needy or whatever, but anytime I go out to eat, I want to eat like I'm eating at home. I want it to satisfy me. I want it to be good. I want certain portions. And there's certain little things I like that I want. We may be running away there or the waitress back and forth for so many times, but I guarantee you at the end of the night, they're happy. And, and I said that to say this. When I begin to start blessing people with them not expecting it, God started blessing me the more because I wasn't expecting it. It was just because. When you're involved in a church that's not teaching you about God, solely about his word, 
Now, see, it's some promises in there. But it's some information in there, too, that tells you if you don't do If you don't do what's going on. If you don't teach your kids in the way that they should go, what should happen? Mm -hmm. If you don't love your spouse the way Jesus loved the church, what should happen? If you don't give God what's due to him, what should happen? If you don't read your word and get to know him, what's going to happen? When you get a, a chance to find out the word of God, it says he gave us apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. I remember something now about also if a bishop desires a position. When there's positions in the church and these men and women of God Seek for these positions. Don't fold the paper up or close the book when it comes to what comes with that. If you pour a prophet a glass of water, you reap a prophet's reward. <laughs> but if the prophet is a true man and woman of God, doing what God told them to do, yes, God will place on your heart to bless them. Because even when Saul was talking to Samuel, and Samuel was telling Saul about where his asses was, the uh, servant that was with Saul, he said, Saul said, what do I have to give this man? God, I have nothing. He said, I got a little bit. But the end story was when Samuel and Saul talked, and when Samuel left, do you read anywhere in there? was Saul left an office. <laughs> See, my thing is this. What God has for me, it is for me, whether you bless me or not. What God has for me, it is for me. I know without a doubt, God will work it out. What God has for me, it is for me. It don't matter what you do. It don't matter what you give. Because y'all know what? I'm a big girl. Y'all see, I ain't lost no meals. I ain't missed no meals. My life is on. Let me show you something. I'll charge it on and off. My life is on. I don't have no coat on. My heat is on. I thank God. I thank God. But through it all, I'm going to trust God through the process. When my health failed me and I didn't know what to do, the enemy tried to get me to have a pity party, but I didn't. I said, God, what you say? God, I'm in your hands. I'm saying all that to say this. If you think if you know, if you're not for sure, go to God and ask God, the leadership you under, is it the leadership he sent? 
Try the spirit by the spirit. Mm. Don't just be willy-nilly and so you can say, I go to a church, or you want to say, I go to this church. Is that the church God told you to go to? Yes, it takes money to run things. It's like it takes money to run your house. But what did God say? And look, go into the book of Solomon. If you take care of my house, I'll take care of yours. God, I thank you for exposing every secret. I thank you for exposing every prophet that's prophet lying, kind of science, and telling the, what they want people to believe in here. God, get us out of the place and where that we can't believe that somebody would do this. God, you said there's nothing new under the sun. You said they were false prophets. You taught us how Jezebel hated you so much. She tried to kill, and she did kill prophets because of speaking your word. God, you told us about how you change people's lives. God, when I sit back and think about the things I've seen in the time I've been here, these 63 years, I didn't have to walk away from some friends and some relationships. If anybody want to bring up my past, you go right ahead. I'm going to look at you and say, ooh, thank God for Jesus. I'm going to look at you and say, if God can save, that should be, I'll tell you, that should be an example for you. If God can save me, he can save you. If God can bring me from that lifestyle, think what he could do for you. Let our lives be a testimony to the kingdom of heaven. Let our lives be a testimony that God is not on vacation. Let our lives be a testimony that when they say, if God can say anything, let your life be a testimony for your family. Because, see, anybody can try. I was talking to my sister because I heard the man of God that was talking the other night about the fallen men and women of God. And he was calling them out by name. And he said, y'all remember Simon uh, the sorcerer who tried to buy the uh, what Jesus was doing because he wanted to take it and try to make some money. Uh, like that movie that just came out, right? You, we better know that every smile and face show no trace of the evil that lurks within. We better come to the understanding that when people see that God is good, they're trying to do something to get what God has. You know what? I come from a sanctified family, sanctified home. Um... When I tell you growing up, I'm going to run over a little bit tonight. I'm going to tell you right now. When I tell you that 
We couldn't do what other kids do. Oh, we wanted to. We wanted to know why we can't stay out late and why we can't wear this and why we can't wear that and why we can't go here and why we can't go there. Such and such mama and them let them. And my mama would say, that's their mama, not yours. But we wanted to know, but you know what, though? Because of the way we was raised to love our mother, love our parents, love our family, and not trust them, even when we thought about running away, things were said to change our mind because we knew there was nothing that good out there. But I don't think we would have really ran away. I think it was something we said because we was mad because we couldn't do like others. We knew from childhood we couldn't do like others. Even though we tried, we couldn't do like others. And I thank God for letting me live to see why. Mm. Yes, my son called, my son, he calls me an old school mother because he has to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir, no, sir. Uh open the door, pull your chair out, push your, push your chair under you. He, ha- he has manners. I teach him how to respect women, but I teach him when somebody is not deserving of respect, walk away. The word said, tramp a child in the way that they should go, that when they get older they will depart not from it. If you think it's cute for your kid to curse out and act a certain way to other people, why do you get mad when they do it to you? They feel they real cute now because, see, they so grown. They ain't got to show other people they grown. They can show you they grown. Uh-huh. Now it ain't so cute. Now you want to bust the head to the white meat. No. <laughs> you made that cake with them rotten eggs and that sour, spoiled old milk. You made that cake. Now sit back and enjoy it. But at the same time, you better get on your knees before God. Let them see you get on your knees and say, God, forgive me. For I didn't know what I was doing. I was messy. Raising up my child, thinking it was cute, letting them say and do things I really wanted to say. We are at a place that we need to understand. Don't grow up being a false prophet in your own child's life. Mm. You know what, I, I, I had thought about that just now. Don't grow up being a false prophet in your own household. I'm not going to tell somebody else to live by Christ. Hey, my honey, big Sue, I'm not going to tell nobody to live by the word of God, and I don't. People that know me, they they wondering what happened. Let me tell you what happened. I got tired of God being a part-time lover. I got tired. I got tired of saying, God, I know you can do it. But see, I thought that a couple of things happen every month. And if it happened every month, that means I had to be doing something every day to make sure every month I can meet it. Let me show you what happened. Every first of the month, I I already had a bill that came last month saying what was due on the first mortgage. Gas, lights, sale, insurance. That's just something. Not counseling. Now, if I knew that I needed something done 
every month to make sure I get to the next month. I needed to make sure I had something every day that was a relationship with God to make sure I'm in a position to receive the blessings of God. So I say to you, repent. Get a relationship. Ask God to change your appetite. See, one thing I never thought I would get was too old to want to ride my motorcycle. Y'all, y'all know me. I love that thing. I would ride it, rain, sleep, snow. I just ride my motorcycle. But I'm at an age now, comfort, house, family. It means a whole lot more to me. Because, see, when I'm dead and gone, just like I remember things my mom and dad used to say, my family's going to be the same way. They're going to remember things I used to say. And one thing I want them to remember is that my mama always said, I love the Lord with all my heart. The joy of the Lord brings, you know, strength. The joy of the Lord makes you happy. That nothing I did, I did not do without God being the head of my life. The best thing I ever done was say, yes, Lord, yes. To your will and to your way, I say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey. When your spirit came to me with my whole heart, I will say, I say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes. See, I may can't sing, but one thing I do know is the word of God said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. One thing I know that when I decided I was going to get in God's word, I started noticing who was false prophets, false pastors, false teachers. I started talking to God. And so I started saying, God, but they don't. God told me, you worry about what they say, okay? Back to I'd rather obey God than man. Well, I got to put people out of my way because I'm giving them a title they don't deserve. Everybody that wear that title, you better make sure they represent God, not a God. Not trying to be the God of on, of the block or the hood. You know what I'm saying? Get a real relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, you have a relationship with our Father God, and you will get to be a recipient of the Holy Spirit. When I sit back and tell you every day I ask God for deliverance, Every day I repent. We're not perfect. I believe the day that I have done what God has told me to do, I believe that's when my job is up and he will call me, and I want to hear a good and faithful servant. You know, now they're talking about UFOs and all that. Okay. The word of God said that God said that let's make, this, let's make man in our image. He was talking with his son. There's other universes out here. If there are UFOs, okay, what do you think a demon is? A UFO. If we were made by God through him getting the dirt off the ground and making us, um, 
What makes you think God didn't do nothing on another planet? If he did, that's, that's what God, that's not our job. Our job is to study his word right here, right now, and to make sure the truth of God is getting out. I'm not going to be concentrating on the UFOs. I'm going to concentrate on telling people about the love and kindness of God. Uh, follow God's word. Don't go around here following false prophets, and you know what they saying ain't right. But because it's tickling your fancy and stimulating your inner ear and uh, making you get chills down your back because they can get this person or that person to come into the church, uh, to minister, to sing. I see pastors bringing more secular people into the church. I'm not saying they shouldn't because they, you can minister or cause anybody to get saved, turn their life around. But why do I have to depend on bringing a secular person into the church to get your attention? Hmm. I, I, that's just something I'm asking God about right now. And that's not my job really to... Um, really trying to figure it out, but that was just a thought I had. I'm just sharing with you all things that I share with God. God watches. God may wait another year before he asks him, and he may never answer, but it's okay. This, I put it out there before him. If we get to a place where we can have a good time in the Lord, I see my uh, friend girl, I, I hope she's still on, uh, Sonia Harris. That's Big Sue. When we were younger, uh, her, her sisters, me and my sisters and friends, we used to travel all over, going to parties, dance and having fun. We were faithful club members. Mm. Yeah, we were. We were faithful. I said that to say this. The same way I put time into when we was all hooking up, going out, we were so faithful with one another. We didn't even have to talk about where we were going because we all knew what kind of parties we liked. And we knew where it was at and we knew what days it was and we knew when and where to go to. And we showed up, got there, knew to save the other ones a seat, and had a ball. I said that to say this. The same way I'm putting in time with the Lord is the same way I put in time when I was in the world. I want to be a good and faithful servant. I want to be a good and faithful mother. I want to be a good and faithful sister. I want to be a good and faithful wife. I want to be a good and faithful cousin. I want to be a good and faithful aunt, great aunt, grandmother, mother-in-law. I want to be a good and faithful, uh, uh, talk to the ones, the fathers, the father-in-law, cousin, neighbor, co-worker, friend, whatever your title is. Be good and faithful. See, I want to be a good and faithful person to the word of God. And I'm going to end it right there because, see, I know that people on blog talk me to uh, get ready and go to bed because it's uh, Easter Standard Time. is already after uh, <laughs> 10 o'clock, and I want to give them a chance to say something. So if you have anything to say on blog talk, please say something now.
Obey God, obey God, obey God. Thank you, woman of God. I just want to say uh, to you all, stay before God. Watch out for the false prophets. I don't want to put my mouth directly on nobody. I'm just going to say to you all, before we add to the conversation, let's go before God because just like tonight, God may change it right, right when you think you're there, right in the middle, right when you get ready to say something. Say, Mm-mm, don't say that. Don't say that. Say pray. Pray for our leaders. Pray that God have his way because God said to come before him with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Pray and ask God. I'm praying and asking God. So our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I also want to tell you all that next Monday is um, our fourth Monday. We will be having our ministry line. We'll be Tony Montgomery and Elder Ron Montgomery. They are a couple, and they will be ministering to us on the fourth Monday of the month. We're already almost at the one month into the new year, okay? Almost. Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be having Wednesday blog talk with the Wednesday. Uh, we will also be having Friday night, Let's Talk with Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, um, Broad Talk, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Blog Talk Radio with uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with your very own Minister Sylvia Kaiser. If you come back Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. You hear our very own apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, minister to the body of Christ. He's also our overseer. Keep the ministry in the our shopping areas. Pray for every last one of our leaders. Pray for every last one of the uh, family members with us. Uh, our leaders for this program, pray to God, minister to our hearts as far as who to allow to continue to be or be our leaders um, as far as whether it's the church we're planting and allowing to be planted. Just know that God is God every day, all day. Get a real relationship with God and ask God and make sure you're not being a false prophet in your own life. Okay, everyone? Is there anyone on Facebook? I mean, Blog Talk would like to say anything before we end the conversation? Okay. Father God, we just ask you to cover every home. We ask you to cover every ear on the live and on the replay. We ask you to go into every heart, every believer, every one of these believers. I ask you to give us the heart to want to stay saved, to want to be saved. God, our most powerful weapon we have is prayer. 
God, don't let us run from you. Let us run to you. Father God, don't let us decide what kind of relationship we want to have with you, not unless it's a full-time, faithful relationship with you, O oh God. God, we thank you for everything you have done, everything you have said, everything you're going to do. God, I ask you to put my entire family, my entire seed, Brown, Sinclair, Seabury, Kaiser, Carter, Carter. God, I ask you to put them down to 100 generations of the Holy Ghost arrest. That if they try to get away, they can't, oh God. We ask you, Lord, to carry us to whatever names they change from marriage or whatever. But if they come from the bloodline under the banner of the names that I called, God, we ask you to put it under arrest down to the 100 generations. Before we go, I want to tell you about Pastor Linda Handy's prayer line, 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. Her access code is 647-147, 647-147. Carmen has a prayer line, 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Access code 528-267. Five two eight two six seven. Reverend Fester Johnson has a prayer line you could text your prayer to three three one two four four zero zero seven nine. That's a text line. Text in your prayer request three three one two four four zero zero seven nine. That's for Reverend Fester Johnson. We love you all with the love of the Lord and the stuff you can do about it. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.